got the hard kombucha going on today. Best of both worlds. It is wonderful. This this is straight beast. I've never heard of it. Seven Strange beast. beast. What did I say? Straight beast? Yeah. Straight up beast. That's something different altogether. Yes. I have found yeah, out. The, the straight beast. All right. I am here to talk today about metal. Just kidding. Metal, metal? I got excited. Metal. I was like, yeah. yeah. Not metal. 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 Oh, metal. 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 Let's talk about corrosion. Let's do that. (laughs) Okay. I feel like this is a subtle payback. It's great. When my grandmother was alive and she blew my mind once (laughs) by telling me sorry. Bless you. (laughs) That when your lettuce turns red, it's actually rust. I was like, what? Oh. It blew my mind because of iron and the. It's lettuce. actually rust. Right, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's she was a chemist. Fact. That's great. No, oh, that totally cool. brings in ties in. She was a, a yeah. She was a chemist. So mm-hmm. the more you know. The more so you know. and yeah, if you eat that, it's fine in small doses. Because you should always say like when the yeah the lettuce would turn red, she could, would always say, "Oh, it's rusty, it's rusty." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" Uh huh. Rusty. Yeah, it really is rust. <laughs> yeah, she explained it all oh. chemically. So smart. So, what is corrosion? One, we know it destroys metals, but how does it work? I imagine some kind Acidic. of chemical reaction. It is a chemical reaction, so it causes severe damage, can even destroy functionality. Um, so it's one of the biggest enemies to metal. Uh, it causes severe damage and it like is Statue of Liberty yeah, is obviously in New York slightly green right it wasn't always green because of its color because of corrosion over time you may not know that what was its original color metal just metal metal, 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 metal color chromed out AF oh yeah now, she, now she'd be green <laughs> uh, I like it green I know, but I don't think, yeah. I, I think that may not be actually common knowledge that it wasn't just originally that color. That's another fun fact. Um, there you go. Uh, <laughs> many metals uh, change over time because they come in contact with various other materials, air, water, gas, acids, alkalis can all affect metal and that creates corrosion or can cause corrosion. So the best known type of corrosion is rust. So strictly speaking, rust is merely the process of corrosion. It's actually just like part of a process. So it's a natural phenomenon. This is leading somewhere interesting, I promise. Uh, I did not start here. I'm actually starting at the end. When I lived in San Francisco, the cars would all get rusty right. just because you live by the ocean. Mm-hmm. So never buy. Also, yeah, with salt on the rest. Don't buy cars from those areas. Very true. Mm-hmm. And actually, worse on the East Coast, they um they salt the roads over there, mm-hmm. so it like destroys. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm telling you that like it's I'll new sure information. Not, sure not to buy those vehicles. Um. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> You guys both looked at me like because you genuinely it's like when you're outside. I was concerned about you, Sarah. It's like when you're outside, and I was like, I think my legs are as tall as your legs. I think we're actually the same height, and you're like, oh, okay, okay, no. Do you in those moments? 
Are you actually going, she's a fucking idiot? Mm, no, I just never, like, stood next You're to You're so, directly. oh my gosh. So you gave me like, the benefit of the doubt. all this time, I assume I just, the same height. I just might look not exactly the same height, but... Like, maybe she was just standing next to really small things. like, going on her tippy toes and trying to get a few extra inches, but... That I was trying to get a few. Are you trying to get a few? Maybe? You're going to let me try to get a few. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So you didn't so actually believe me. You're I just trying to let me get a few. You're just giving me a pass. I feel taller and... I feel yeah. small. I feel... No, okay. Where's the head? Oh, what? I forgot to get it out. Sorry. I do have pet rock out, though. Oh, the doll head. I was going to put oh. it out for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I say something, you're like, er. I had clients <laughs> today <laughs> trying to put it away. <laughs> You're gonna hide it every time. I love it. I don't, I don't leave the doll set out during my There sessions. was one time that you did though, and it was up. It in was the over there. Room. Luckily, nobody noticed. <laughs> they probably did. They just don't say anything. My th- my therapist has a severed doll head in the corner. What does yours have? <laughs> that was the evil maniacal laugh I was <laughs> before last time. That was pretty good. Okay, what are okay, we talking moving about? Moving on. Progen. Whatever. Rest. Um, Okay, this so this is oddly good. It is oddly good. I <laughs> wanted to not like it at first, but, it, I, but you actually do. Yeah, I can't. It's like, like it's that perfect balance of do I like this or do I not? It's like, like this? not as sweet as I want it to be, but I'm also kind of okay with it. It's dry. Mm-hmm. It's a. It's kind of like it's a dry wet, like a mouth. sour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a sour. Yeah, I want to chug it, but it won't let me. Which is probably good. Yeah, it's great for everybody. <laughs> it gets you in the back of the throat, like. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said Sarah said it okay erosion what am I doing okay here's some different types stress corrosion cracking or SCC not has its own acronym yes because apparently it said enough wow here's an industry oh you better answer that I don't want to it's your chat they always <laughs> call I know they know that's why oh they know her sacred time hello I feel like this is gonna sneak up on us and um, we're well i'm in the middle of podcasting right now but as soon as i get home i can do that all right bye as you know child all right how did asher's hair come out it looks really good scc <laughs> scc it's so important it has its own acronym we're gonna come back to it now okay Stress corrosion cracking occurs when a certain tensile stress or oh my god, I know what you're gonna talk about. Stress is present. <laughs> Copper zinc <laughs> alloys such as brass, certain plastic. Well, when she said those words, okay, it triggered a bell in my mind. Good, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad that you heard this. It does not shock me though that you. If I'm wrong though, I'll be like, I will. I'll admit it. Yeah, I'll definitely say it first because I don't want you to to say it first. Okay. No. And, and then I'll even let you be like, yeah, that was it. Like, wink at me. Like, let me know. Okay. On the side. Okay. Sure. Wink if you're wrong. Wink twice. Wink if I'm wrong. Right. Like, if it, you can say you're right. How about two winks? What if you just have wrong. to wink? How about wink, wink, right. wink is wrong? To so have pet rock tell me. How about I move the rock towards you? <clears throat> And if you're right and away from you if I'm right. I'm all, I'm always gonna be right because I had the topic I'm oh, gonna say true. it first. Okay. Never mind. There's erosion corrosion. 
<laughs> that rhymed. I know. I didn't come up with it, believe it or not. Erosion corrosion was the thing first. Uh, so this is caused by high by a high flow velocity on a metal surface. Um, so this is erosion over time that causes corrosion. It often occurs in pipe bends and pipe ends and influences the flow direction or flow velocity. Wow. Cavitation. There were some cool words out of this I've been enjoying. There's a lot of lingo in this world. Like erosion, cavitation also leads to material abrasion inside a pump in liquids, vapor-filled cavities um, get filled. So we get air pockets, basically, or some sort of pressure inside of a liquid system. The temperature and the vapor pressure don't match and therefore starts to create a friction of a kind. Um, I have a question. <laughs> yes. So it seems like with all these acronyms and lingo, like this is a whole field of study. It is. So what would this a is literally they should go to be it. called? They might want to go to the academy.ampcometal.com if they're interested in learning more about things like uh, applications, jobs, services in the engineering industry perhaps so it would be an engineer that would potentially study corrosion and various corrosion related i mean maybe a geologist would do that too um because it's what kind of ology this was metalologist i mean that up yeah metalology metal apocalypse um isn't that like some cards like a metal card i have no idea okay Hitting corrosion Mm. uh, is limited to small areas. Narrow depressions or holes are created in these areas. Protective film layer of the metal is removed and the surface of the metal becomes susceptible to attack. For example, pipes can leak due to pitting and no longer performing their function. Maybe like your car AC system. Maybe Mm -hmm. that's more of a cavitation where there's an air pressure to fluid over metal ratio. Well, if I don't deal with that car leak, it will lead to some corrosion. I'm sure of it. Maybe some pitting first. um, Definitely some pitting first. Did you know that was an issue before it dripped on my toe and made me... Yeah, because remember when we went um, hiking... Oh, I was doing that. I don't remember that. Remember when my car was smoking? What? No, I mean, it wasn't smoking. that was no, on fire. Your new one has the. We were just okay. in it. I feel it. like it's the Did same. You have a issue. stroke? Are you both drunk? cars? <laughs> both cars have the same. It's <laughs> Both of my German cars. You can't talk to me like you make sense right now. None of that made sense. When the <laughs> um, coolant comes out because of overheating, right. driving up the hill. Yeah. It's not smoke, technically, but it smokes. Right, but why would it drip on Sarah's leg from the inside? Because it's coming through the engine. There's an issue. Okay. okay. Also, when it rains, that happens. In the new car? Yeah. There's okay. some kind of oh, issue. It might be a steel issue, too. I don't think it's a big deal. No. But, like I said, I, over time, outside it could be a big out, deal. Outside in problem. Yeah, that's why I will at some point. Address. You're not even a mechanic. <laughs> Basic. I wanted to share something about the word corrosion. And now's the time. Yeah. <laughs> back, back on topic. <laughs> I'm here for it. Let's go. When I was a little kid, like that was an insult to another kid. Tell them they were totally corroded. 
Ooh, like pit it out and you're gross. Would it be like you're grody? You're totally corroded. I remember. Oh, I remember grody. Yeah, it was around that same area. Well, era. how about do you ever say like, oh, you're such a crevice corrosion? I never said that. Well, that's but a real thing. I wish I would. Wait, have. How about do you remember <laughs> moated? You just got moated. Yes, moated. Oh, moated and corroded. That was the whole thing. Do you know what moated means? It means like uh like somebody just like called you out or it's like demoted. Or moded. Kinda I don't know. How do you describe it? Moded. Like dressed down. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like someone made you feel called out. But uh, yeah, I remember what it's like moded and corroded. Mm-hmm. I mean these are really interesting insults <laughs> when you think about it. When you break it down. I'm yeah. This like, up what were we actually saying? I'm looking at this because y'all Lily um like moated yeah. and corroded. Oh see, I told you yeah. the thing. In the Urban Dictionary says being put to extreme shame when proven wrong, tricked, insulted, or embarrassed. Oftentimes used with the phrase yeah, your booty exploded. <laughs> also, it's said with the rhythm as though it were a song. Dude, you just Get yelled at by that old lady. Yeah, she started hitting me with her purse. It hurt. Ha ha ha. Moated and corroded. Your booty exploded. Okay, well, we didn't have all that fancy yeah, stuff. Like, that seems more modern. <laughs> I did not know booty exploded was part of it until now, though. See, we're learning so much today oh, in our uh, really smart corrosion <laughs> conversation. So really. there's crevice cor- corrosion. There's also galvanic corrosion which is between two different metallic materials when they're surrounded by a common electrolyte, like seawater or humidity. There you go. The less noble metal releases its electrons to the more noble metal. This causes the base metal to slowly dissolve or corrode. So the more whatever pure metal type, what are you going to show on your metal Metalocalypse. Oh, yeah, I know that. Cartoon. Cartoon. Yeah, it's a cartoon. Yeah. It is. yeah. Did you not know that? Mm-hmm. It's I good. I it's a, it's a, it. Yeah. It has good music. Yes. A lot of metal. I'll have to check it before I wreck it. Check it before wreck it. Okay, so there you go. That's types of corrosion. And now you know what it is. Um, Thank you. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Okay, hold on. Now there's, I forgot I had taken two pictures of notes, but now they're buried under our adventure. Yeah, that's why I okay, kept freaking out that my notes were disappearing, but they're there. Okay, so, I okay. need, okay, one second. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, I just wanted to share too. So metals are everywhere. First of all, computers, smartphones, jewelry, skyscrapers, automobiles, it's everywhere. You can't really, like, look, you're playing with metal right now. You got metal on your hands and your rings and your ears and your wrists and your drinking. Mm-hmm. You're all about metal. Um this also relates to your shiny things topic. Shiny. We like chrome. We like shiny. Um, I love the war boys and Mad Max. Mm-hmm. Really good chrome. Mm-hmm. To go to Valhalla. Okay. Shiny. Even the human body has metal. So zinc helps the immune system. And uh, so let's see here. Uh, that. Sorry, helps make red blood cells and high levels of mercury and copper can cause major problems in your body as well. Even your bones um, need calcium, which is also a metal. But you need some copper, right? What? Doesn't the body need copper? So copper. I'd say I didn't see copper, but that doesn't mean, yeah, I just. Probably not a lot. Yeah, some levels of. Whatever. I know that, like, when they sell mineral water, like, a lot of that has some of, like, those 
broken down components in it. That's why it tastes like crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like pennies. Do you drink pennies? No, but is that, that what tastes... it tastes like? That coffee I mean, taste? I don't know. I just, I, every or time I've had it, I'm like, what is that? Uh, oh, the mineral? What is that? And that's all I ever have encountered. Mm-hmm. I don't know why anyone would do that unless they had to medically, but. So metals are important. They help people, people help healthy. They also build things. Um, so they come from the earth, first of all. So we don't make metal out of nothing. Um, most metals are found in the earth's crust. Uh, cobalt, iron, and nickel are some of the most common forms in nature. Um, there are types that are made, but it's usually in a combination with something else. Um, we often find it in nature attached to rocks, and that's called ore. So when they're mining for ore, that's what it is. Because you don't often find, like, big amounts of it together. I wonder if the orcs are mining for ore down there. Down where? You know. Lord of the Rings? Yeah. You know. <laughs> down there, where the orcs are. Okay. Because yeah. that would be kind of cute, orcs and ore. I mean, maybe. Yeah. Did you ever see what they were doing down there? <laughs> what are they? They are always are they trying to they're, get. They're doing a lot of digging all the time. <laughs> the holes are really big. <laughs> they're way down there. <laughs> angry. I don't know. They are angry. So. <laughs> okay. 25% of the world's earth is made of metal. Is metal made mm. not of man-made just like substance of the earth 25 percent is metal pretty high yeah yeah broken down into other things um okay so there's that just some random things do you think random we're getting facts. there do you think we're getting through thing we'll see we'll see okay pet rock so <laughs> pet rock test so we know that metal breaks down over time either because of substance air water fluid other metal breaking it down break it down we had a topic where i talked about the failing like infrastructure infrastructure um so concerning has a lot to do with corrosion over time and not keeping things up to date so i'm gonna talk about science science how close are we getting with that rock i'm gonna talk about any New Wait, which direction is the rock supposed to go? If she's right, then not right. No, I mean, see, it doesn't work. I'm confused now. <laughs> yeah, like, how are you right or wrong? That's just her call. If you're right, it goes towards me. My system is flawed. <laughs> if you're wrong, it goes so we go back to Okay, <laughs> if I'm right, I will start to raise this, this flag. <laughs> okay, start neutral. So I know where it's at. Okay. That, that's neutral. Neutral's in the, okay. About <laughs> science is my first thing. Yeah, I'm not feeling it. Recent research. I'm not feeling it. Okay, that would have done it. For okay, you, so. flag state down. Okay, no. all right. I was wrong. No. I'm very curious. <laughs> yeah, Tell us what you bad. thought it was, and I'll stop you abruptly if somehow you're roller coaster. No. Okay. I already did roller coaster one. The erosion. No, but that was something that just happened uh, last week. No, I already did before. the beheading one, so I don't think. No, this was just last week, and it was a. Mm. Uh, where the metal had a like was breaking apart on this freaking giant roller coaster, and somebody happened to be filming their son on it, and oh. it, and were able to shut it down. But like, oh. people could have easily died. Corrosion. The whole metal was cracked, and it was just from that stress over time. Right, right. Yikes. All right. 
Oh, I'm excited because you actually don't know. I don't know. I'm surprised because it was the science and it was research. I was like, okay, I'm okay. You're in. Tell me. Directions. No, okay. if she no Mm-mm. science is uh, she would have known immediately. Like okay. you're sweating. It's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm so on the edge of my seat. I know. I know. Are you ready? Are you ready? What's gonna be? Scientists, and this is new, new, have for the first time ever witnessed. Pieces of oh, I saw that. metal. I just saw the headline though, so tell me everything. Saw pieces of metal crack and then fuse back together without any human intervention whatsoever, overturning fundamental scientific theory that we Do have. You have I don't, but I just gave myself oh, okay. goosebumps. Mm-hmm. It's so new. It's so new. This was in the middle of basically unrelated research on on metal at the nanoparticle that's why everything is little t truth there's very little big t truth out there right so i um at the second i don't know why i have these ones i do Um, science the your topic about (laughs) glitter was about like that nan that really the most broken down aspect of it all of a sudden glitter what we think is just a small confetti they all gonna find each other and go back to their original and and the government's like the over purchasing of it i'm sitting here like we're having a hard time not putting some conspiracy theories together about maybe maybe this isn't the first we know of something like this maybe not did you ever see iron giant when all the pieces found each other right 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 so okay so let's dive into this a little bit here okay show it to your little kid he'll love it it's got as the voice Okay, so if this newly discovered phenomenon, phenomenon can be harnessed, it could usher in an entire engineering revolution. Can you imagine? One in which self-healing engines, bridges, airplanes could reverse damage caused by wear and tear and corrosion, making them safer and longer lasting. That roller coaster could have just healed thyself. So, okay, can you give like I can talk more. Are you going to like give details of this? Is there a video of it more. actually doing its thing? Like I'll, look at, I'll look that up in here in a second to see if there's anything new. I just saw the photo, but wasn't. it was a still a photo. Quantum physics level. Nan- no. Nanoparticles. Is... So they are the small particles. Mm-hmm. This is like... But this is something that like in our is not home. supposed to happen. Sure. And it happened. There's no like human intervention going on at so all. It's like well, and but I mean, there's other types of I would say organic material that we would expect that to happen. Like my bones mm-hmm. when they shattered, mm-hmm. came back together. Right. So, um, okay, yeah. metals would be considered inorganic material, right? Yeah, but it's from then again, earth. it's like yeah. Okay, Who knows so, what's sent and what isn't, really. So the research team from Sandia National Laboratories in Texas A&M University, so good work, folks, described their findings in, um, and this was just this week, in the journal Nature. So this was absolutely stunning to watch firsthand. What we have confirmed is that metals have their own intrinsic natural ability to heal themselves, at least in the case of fatigue damage at the nanoscale. So something that is like, and that's that stress over time. Fatigue damage is one way machines wear out and eventually break. Repeated stress or emotion causes microscopic cracks and those cracks grow and spread until it breaks. 
or until it fails. So um, this team saw um, there this fissure crack. That's what they call it, a fissure. Fissure. Mm-hmm. Fissure. Fissure. Um, and they actually saw it disappear in front of their eyes. Um, it's a measured in nanometers, completely gone. It not just like pulled itself together and had the crack still there. It literally healed what the fracture. The, like, what was the structure or what was the thing? Like metal. But I mean, like what kind of metal? What, it, it was, does it say what kind of metal it was? I yeah, like, where I, was it? Like, what it were? What were they studying? Looking at? Um, let me see if I get to that. I I don't say I don't think I had that in the main part of the article, but it might be down farther. So, um. From uh, soldier joints in electronic devices, bridges, um, this crack failure thing is pretty the most common. Mm-hmm. Um, when they do fail, we have to contend with replacement costs. So it's not something that you typically can repair even that same like spot. You just have to replace the whole. Cause, yeah, because when you replace that, there still will be that that connection point that has had the stressor. So unless you replace oh, all solder. of it. Solder, that's right. what you're saying. What, what did I say? Solder. Soldier. <laughs> it says sold, sold, solder. It's S-O-L-D-E-R. Uh-huh. Solder. Uh-huh. Thank you. Okay. I don't think I've ever it's read It's like a metal band-aid. No, that makes sense. With welding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've never seen it written or down. Or Ever. Right, right. Um, so it costs us like hundreds of billions of dollars every year in the U.S., so this is why it's so exciting, at least on that level of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so this has mostly been a science fiction-y thing, uh, like you talked about with um, the movie. So cracks in the metal were only expected to get bigger. They never get smaller. Um, even with basic equations, so trying to use math to depict models, uh, the crack growth um, never went into the realm of healing. So mathematically, that isn't even so that... The um, time travel paper that we talked about mm-hmm. was able to put together how this was feasible, how that was feasible through math. We haven't even discovered how it's pos- possible through math before we saw it happen in nature. That's so cool, right? So we still don't know why or like the how part, which is interesting to me. We just saw it happen. So that's why it's not theoretical physics because it's freaking right there, empirical. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about it. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. I want to cut this can in half and watch it feel itself. I mean, again, this is the first that's time not, ever. That's not like a fissure. That would be like a tiny. But over time, who knows? It's just <laughs> um, so apparently this is something that in 2013, Michael Demkowicz, an assistant professor at the time, in the Institute of Technology Department of Materials Science and Engineering, who's now a full professor at Texas A&M, he started working on things around conventional materials theory. He published a new theory based on findings in computer simulations that under certain condition, conditions, metal should be able to uh, weld shut cracks formed by wear and tear. So in computing and looking at that side, um, there was someone kind of already feeling like theory-wise, that should be possible. So I think that's kind of cool. Shout out to Dr. Demokwicz. Um, so it came true. He didn't know that it was true, and it was never 
published past that. Um, but they said we, they certainly weren't looking for it at the time. That wasn't what their intent of what they were looking at. Yeah, what were they trying? What were they trying to study? They were running an experiment um, at the, and this is a connection here, at the department um, or someone who, Chris Barr, who now works for the Department of Energy's Office of Nuclear Energy, was running an experiment at Sandia. And that's all I think I have been able to find in my articles. Um, they only meant to evaluate how cracks formed and spread through mm -hmm. nanoscale pieces mm -hmm. of ah, platinum. Platinum. Mm -hmm. Through an electron microscope uh, that they had developed to repeatedly pull on the ends of the metal 200 times per second. So they're like sitting there pulling on metal over and over and over and over again, which again, you would expect to just continuously create cracks. Mm -hmm. Surprisingly, shockingly even, mm -hmm. uh, about 40 minutes into the experiment. Right. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. The damage reversed course on the mm -hmm. end of the crack. The, so the very end of it fused back together as if it was retracing its steps. It's almost like very scary. Leaving no trace. Yeah, no, I feel like a little bit. Goosebumps like, again. Yeah. Leaving no trace of the original cracks at all. Like, like seeing that in real time? I think about 40 minutes into it? That's a little disclosure. I have felt like there's been something weird with the timeline since around 2012, 2013-ish. Like, what if it's something with time also kind of getting wiggly and wavy? Hmm. So, okay, so on one end of the crack, so I said that like it left no trace. Over time, the crack regrew along a different direction. It moved. Well, it completely healed. And then after a period of time. It's almost like the brain when you can like that. Remap. Yeah. Yeah. Plasticity. Where it just kind of like mm -hmm. will heal one area and kind of mm -hmm. if there's damage somewhere, it'll like, yeah, find yeah. a path. Yeah. So here's what was interesting. He then shared that research with the the 2014 guy. Um, and he ran the experiment on the computer and it did match a model he had theorized years earlier. And then that work was then was supported by Department of Energy's Office of Science, Basis Energy Science, and the National Nuclear Security Administration, the National Science Foundation. That happened really quick. So I'd like to see them replicate it. Mm -hmm. Has it been replicated? I'm Not, sure a bunch of people are yeah, trying. Yeah, say it's There's still lots of research. No, That's I'm going to be trying later. I felt like I have a really short topic. I'm glad we talked a lot. I'm going to get that topic later and just stare at it all night. And it's gonna start like and I'll text you all. It's healing itself. So um, so <laughs> the extent to which these are generalizable is needs research. <laughs> we show this happening in the nanocrystalline metals in a vacuum. So we don't know if this can be induced with metals, conventional metal that's around oxygen in the air. Um, yet for all unknowns, the discovery is a huge leap forward for material science. And their hope is that the findings will encourage material researchers to consider that under the right circumstances, materials can do what we never expected. Of course. And I love that. Because that's so like... We got to be open-minded. Yeah, I just... The second you think you know everything, you stop learning. Right, because then you yeah. stop looking. You stop looking for those things that are happening right in front of you. Mm -hmm. There you go. Self-healing metal. I mean... Any broken metal now, I'm going to be staring at it. 
looking forward to well like sci -fi nano level mm -hmm. on the nano level like that that right there could could have healed tiny little stress fractures all the way throughout that you never even would know i know i need a microscope i mean and, and not even i mean it probably does it probably has probably has we just I haven't had it. strong enough microscopes and we haven't been looking for it because we thought we knew what i haven't heard that um you know why cats purr mm -hmm. one of the reasons isn't it like a biological drive to trick us <laughs> I did a cat's episode. I, I don't think know. There's probably multiple reasons, but it's also because the the vibration or whatever's in the purring helps heal bones faster. Mm -hmm. So there's something something with the movement and the yeah, shaking. You know, when they're jumping around and everything, they get little stress fractures in their bones, and so the purring actually helps the healing process speed mm -hmm. up. We should all be purring. <laughs> Well, and that's, I was reading a different, that's why I got to the topic of, and I actually kind of skipped a little piece there, but corrosion came up because it was talking about, I found an article that just talked about how um, corrosion can be halted by um, certain metals having certain, it was like basically like the way that the certain metals like moved with other fluids in between could help halt or reduce damage by corrosion. Mm -hmm. I was like, so if it can halt and stop, um, there's obviously something there that's Can stopping it from getting work. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. there's obviously another component to it, but there's, you know, there's pieces there. You don't have to be motored and corroded. Maybe not. Good job. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do it, but yeah. If you find a video, send it. Good, yeah, good yeah. job for teaching yeah, us today. Like a great have either of you ever been on a cruise? I have. What, how was that experience for you? Um, I was a freshman in high school and I was on the dance team. And so we went and um, it was like a carnival cruise. And we, we stopped at in New Orleans and the Cayman Islands. And it was kind of scary. I mean, being scary? way out in the ocean, it was a little unnerving. Like it definitely gave me a kind of this uh, claustrophobic -y, like, I don't know, just kind of scared, like a sketchy feeling. And then I did get a little seasick and I had to get those bands that have the little, um, these little pressure things in them to kind of like help. I don't know what it does, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It was, I was a little nervous. Did you find the video? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you want to see? Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's long, so we don't have to watch the whole thing, but I'll flip through it. But so this is there. Cause again, we're looking at a very, very small oh, yeah. scale thing. So yeah. that, okay. So this is, sorry, I'm backing up. So the green is where they start to say that it's like healing itself. Yeah, because that is where there's now new material filling in on those cracks. Mm -hmm. So new material is being created. Well, that's it's not. It's mm -hmm. kind of, I mean, and that's, it's the same platinum. Same there's no other, yeah, it's in a vacuum. So there's nothing to create other than to reform itself. Mm -hmm. something's creating a bond so like it goes wow. all the way up here that is incredible mm -hmm. woo, woo. Okay, we don't know much have you been, been on a cruise yeah. i have i went to alaska and how was that for you there's a lot of older people okay it was very like i enjoyed alaska 
though I have never wanted to go on a cruise. It's always seemed like it was fun. I mean, super terrible. It was fun too. I mean, you had a good time, and well, I mean, they had like a dance party night. Obviously, people go on cruises, so, so the food not was great. Um, but yeah, There's just a lot of old people looking out into the ocean and just knowing that we were kind of like stuck on this ship. That was definitely scary. A little scary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've, you know, I would consider going on a boat, like, to go from one place to another. Like, that was my mode of transportation. The ferry. But I would never intentionally go on a cruise where it's, like, that's the the intention. Mm -hmm. But I did, for research, decide to pretend I was going on a cruise. And so I went on um, Princess Cruise Line's website to see... Mm -hmm. Like, if I was actually going to book something for December, I thought that'd be a nice time to get the hell out. December? Uh, December, yeah. So I was like, what would a 10-day Mexican Riviera cruise cost? So, mm-hmm. But I wanted a room with a balcony. Of course. Because <laughs> there's like, no like, way I'm going to be down How many days? Like, How many days? 10 days. 12,000. Because I want to be able to jump off if I need to. That's so ins- That's instant death. Yeah, that's like the last thing you want to do. Never get I don't on a want boat. To be trapped. Don't get on a boat. Seventeen hundred per person for a room with a balcony. It goes to four ports. Don't do it. Includes the standard fare includes you know dining, but just in the regular buffets, entertainment. Um, your room unlocks as you approach, and there's an app that like tells you where you are all the time it's so weird well i'm sure you get like confused because eh? there's like I'll, it's like being in a hospital all the hallways look the same and you get disoriented. yeah yeah and uh weirdly but i mean some people may think it's fine uh youth and teen clubs for ages three to 17 i personally would never take a kid on a cruise especially a three-year-old that just seems like the opposite of fun to me but you know, no you judgment. Know. You do you. You don't have a babysitter, or anything. and he has yeah. extra money. Yes. And or if they had enough amenities to keep your kid happy. So you have to pay extra I for stuff like years. alcoholic drinks, right. eating at the good restaurants, mm-hmm. laundry service, spa services, going off the boat to like. Yeah. Do the things on the door. Doing the excursions. Yeah. yeah I just So, I mean, I, I thought that was good to like kind of look into how that works. Which is pretty anxiety for because once you're off the boat and then you have like a time limit that you have to be back by. Like I did a mm-hmm. like a tour, like a local tour thing, but I'm in someone else's van, hopefully gonna get back in time. No, you're like I, I have to be back in an hour or they're no. gonna leave me in a lot. And in my research it says the boat will leave without you. Oh, no 100%. problem. Sure. Yeah. They're not they don't care. They don't care. They got their money. They're not gonna you pay it for him. Not say a lot for one person. I went to New Orleans, was one of our stops, and we went on a bayou tour and to go see like mm-hmm. the crocodiles and yeah. So we were out adventuring and in the back of your mind you're like, oh, better get back there. How's that fun? Yeah, I mean it's stressful. Well, it's in, stressful. in all the port mm-hmm. towns too, like in Alaska, everything's a jewelry store and they're all the same jewelry store. So we stopped in like all these different port yeah. towns in Alaska, and you're like, "This is cute," and then it's you're the like, same "Sterling <laughs> silver thing that yeah, you saw the last every one." Every place has the same thing. I mean, like a feather or a moon. I think when I went to Arizona, so I was bad. at um, 
like the turquoise yep and just all of yep. that stuff yep yeah. mm -hmm. and you're like oh this must be local no 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 you have to go like 20 miles in to get anything local everything's there it's all staged basically mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah They're probably owned by yeah. the I mean, not convincing me to yachts. go on a cruise. Sorry. Are we supposed to be? <laughs> no, I was like open was like, to it, but I haven't changed my mind. In fact, I'm like less inclined. To Alaska that, was cool. On, I mean, yeah, I had a balcony because like just sitting out there and watching like the glaciers go by. I saw a mountain go like, like whales just on the, my own balcony in the room. That yeah. was cool. Everything else I could honestly pass on. Yeah. I wonder if it's was there shuffleboard? I didn't partake, but again, but was that available? People in mine. I was well, you were 21, twenty-one, so and I was there with my just aunt. Older, a lot of, no, older, old people go to Alaska. What is old on mean a cruise? For you? Old at the time meant white gray hair. No one my near my age, and they like they did games like the what's the one where you like go? No, <laughs> where like you have to like quiz your they Should quiz your partner to see if you know about them enough. Ew. Like the marriage game, yeah. Because there's all these people who've been married forever, and so they like get the game show quizzed yeah, on. So they apparently didn't have a youth and teen club for you. No, they had. You may have had more fun. A lot of alcohol. But I have to pay fine. extra for. Oh, out of pocket, we call that yes. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> some people like might drink a day or something at least. That's for me. Stuck on that fucking boat. <laughs> <laughs> so you might think a cruise ship is relatively safe, but they are actually very dangerous. There's a lot of crime. Ah. Um, From staff or other? Well, Both. sexual assaults yeah. are one of the biggest problems that happen, according to cruise line maritime attorney Charles Lightbone. So I learned there's a whole area of law that is dedicated to like cruise that law. makes sense because maritime is means yeah, not right it's a whole thing in like this great area. all about freaking cruises i learned so much from these law websites it was fascinating well and that's so true too because a lot of the people they hire from um what i've picked up in random places there are there a lot of younger people they hire who are like wanting to travel for a little bit and they often get dropped in a location and then will like live there for a while and then <laughs> go to another cruise line or that sort of thing so it's a lot almost like a very can be a very transient lifestyle in a way for people who work there you're born on a in the ocean who are you <laughs> where did your mind go what? who are you why are you thinking what about birthing babies in the middle of the ocean i'm just wondering about why would you want a cruise ship when you're that pregnant right you should definitely babysitter you said if you don't have a babysitter yeah. Yeah. Belly. but like what Babysitter for your belly. Who are you as a citizen? Do you get to choose your citizenship? I what would if, hope so. What if you're born on an airplane? I would want to are you a citizen choose. of where you took off. I think they have to choose if they want you. <laughs> I'm sure there's a series of questions <laughs> that happen regardless. The, your oyster at point? No. the world is my oyster. The world does not care that you exist, little oyster. <laughs> so these crimes that happen on a ship are usually poorly investigated by untrained or unqualified cruise line security guards. Yep, yep similar. <laughs> as law cop. enforcement yeah. agencies. Maritime mall cop. <laughs> there's no jurisdiction for any law enforcement agencies That's in international like, waters. Are they going to like get for underage drinking? What, well, nothing's going to happen. Under the sea? <laughs> 
So as a result, many perpetrators to sexual assaults and other crimes are not identified and are not prosecuted. So they get away with it. They don't know what the heck to do with it. Yeah. So it's really difficult to know exactly how many accidents and injuries happen. Um, Cruise ship lines are reluctant to disclose negative information around their their ships and there's no international agency. What if tasked, it's, probably, I wonder if it's tasked like, with gathering and reporting these statistics. I wonder if it's like some community mental health scenarios where it's really hard to get fired because they're just like so shorthanded. So that's like you just get moved to a different location. Well, I, I mean, are you thinking me, that it's the staff that's perpetrating all? Not all of but I do think that's possible. It might I do be. Think it's highly plausible, actually, because they're the ones consistently there. Well, it's expensive to go on those boats, so I want to know like who's paying that that's money what, just to steal from exactly, someone else. That's what I was thinking. Other than that, like the people yeah. who are working there that are getting underpaid, treated poorly, and maybe that's how they pay for their not visits. not to say that those you know kleptos don't exist on that boat who are purchasing the tickets as well. That's a lifestyle. They like right. steal and get to purchase their next cruise. Maybe, maybe. Right, yeah, I don't want to exclude that. They just live on the sea. However, I... Definitely. I don't, it's it's just not a lot I mean, cruise ships do want passengers to have a good experience, so I believe if they knew one of their staff was doing something, they would definitely kick them to the curb. Or leave them in some exotic port. They kick them to the water. But, like, those are huge. Those are huge. You just have a chute, they just send you out. (laughs) course they say they care but like that's a huge system to manage so according to cruise law news which i really thoroughly enjoyed perusing their website um it's like me about on my metal it's like this is a whole thing <laughs> no i that, yeah it's a whole thing I'm like wow i never knew i never knew <laughs> there were 26 sexual assaults which were documented by the department of transportation which occurred on ships in the Carnival fleet in just over one nine-month period in 2017. So that's just what was reported. So that's definitely under what was probably the reality. And I definitely see that happening towards staff. Like, I could see some handsy, drunk people on a boat. From, yeah, from customers customers to staff. Uh, yeah mm-hmm. or getting angry and you're confined like it's harder to swap out you know and be like i'm not dealing with this person or i'm taking the day off mm-hmm. so according to the maritime injury guide which is also a great resource to look through in your free time <laughs> this collects info from the u.s coast guard and the u.s department of transportation between the years 2005 and 2023 there were 448 major cruise ship accidents 15 cruise vessels sank and 16 people died in cruise ship accidents. But that number actually doesn't jive with another stat I looked at. So that's interesting. The Here are the five leading causes of cruise ship accidents. I was wondering. Ready? I'm like, what I'm kind of accidents are happening? So well, operator well. negligence. And here's the stat that doesn't jive with that um in 2012 the cruise ship costa concordia ran aground off the coast of italy with 4200 4, passengers and crew oh. on board it immediately began sinking 
but an order to abandon ship was not given for over an hour. So captains are ultimately responsible for the actions of their crew, and the captain of the Costa Concordia was found civilly and criminally liable for the deaths of 33 people. 33? Related in the incident, so yeah. he would have called, like, abandoned ship. If he sure. would have given directions, yeah. In theory, some, yeah. yeah. It, could have saved some people. Yes. Number two, weather and sea conditions. So although ship personnel cannot avoid bad weather, they are responsible for ensuring that the cruise ship passengers are prepared for its occurrence. So passengers should be directed to safe locations or instructed to shelter in place. So they need to be taking some kind of action to pr uh, protect passengers. So remember again, this is from a law website. Right. So they would be able to um, help people make lawsuits when the ship didn't do enough to protect them, even in cases of, you know, weather. Right. Because it's more about negligence at that point than like liability. Like mm -hmm. they may not have caused the weather, but they may be negligent in taking the steps to right. prevent more harm. You're going to let this one make see. Okay. <laughs> Number three, contaminated food and water. Mm. Oh. The number one illness that occurs on cruise ships is oh. norovirus, which Macy had real bad when I was with her. I, I want to, I, you know, I want to count across our podcast how many, it's a, that's a drinking game for everybody. How many times norovirus is <laughs> How many times me uh, shitting and puking has come up on this podcast? Oh. Was she traumatized by that? No, I was traumatized by that. I was supportive of Macy. I was you in know? the hospital and had a shat in a bucket and was my best friend. With towels. I was deathly. Towels. I thought I was dying. Under. I literally was stretched out in the park on the ground so in Tri-Cities. No, I, I literally. I had to pull over. I was just trying to get her to the freaking hospital. And but we had to pull over every half block so she could puke out the door of my car. Oh, I'm like, we need to just get to the hospital at this point. But also, I didn't want her to puke in my car, so that was the whole. Thing. It was like every corner I threw yeah. it in the yard. Yeah, and then all the way home, they gave me an anti-nausea pill that didn't kick in for a while. Yeah, the, every time we had an opportunity to stop at a restaurant, we did. Were like, oh, it's going around. Ew! I've been here for a day. So it's. A highly contagious gastrointestinal disease sherry's. I was gonna say, yeah, spread gonna through contact with contaminated food and water. It is very difficult to eradicate. So it once... stayed in my insides for two years. I had gastrointestinal issues Where for two you? years. I mean, not have anything fatty or saturated fats, anything fried without in horribly crying in the bathroom, gut pain daily. It was horrible. Two years. It finally went away magically, like less than a year ago. It just went away after I got back from Spain. Wow. Where were you though? I mean, I know Sherry's, Sherry's in Tri Cities. Tri Cities. No, we weren't in the Tri Cities. Where was it? We're in Yakima. Yakima. It was Yakima. That's right. You know, yeah. I, and then I had a sixteen hundred dollar. You were yakking in Yakima. Yak I owed sixteen hundred dollars. Sixteen hundred dollars from that visit. No hot, no ambulance ride or anything. And all they did was give me anti-nausea pills. I shot in a bucket, and they sent me on my way after they gave me fluids. Well, when I took her to the hospital, and they said that they went like this. They're like, most of this rating room has people with norovirus, and you could see me backing away. I'm like, I'll just wait for you. I'm surprised you didn't get it. 
I did not get it. It was at the end of the tournament too, and like I had skated. This is the roller with derby a ton tournament. Of people, and oh. I did really good up. And I was so mad about having to be done because we ended up like yeah. winning. No, we ended up winning. We won, but the team was down to six people at the end because other people brought it too. No, no, just that. <laughs> various people are in the hospital. <laughs> Nobody else like, got it. It ruined me for years of my life. It made me feel like some solidarity. Okay, back to the I wish cruise. you had a spider in your hair today, Sarah, and then you'd understand. <laughs> Sorry, what? Back to the cruise. I'll bring the norovirus in a little while ago. <laughs> so <laughs> once, wake up tonight with one. once this... Uh, oh, this is kicking in great, by the way. This disease. <laughs> yes, this disease becomes you know rampant on a cruise ship it's really hard to eradicate because everybody's drinking the same water so the cruise ship will keep things quiet until it's really aggravated so this makes it even more of a problem because they're not going to tell you Mm -hmm. that there's an issue until it's like a really big issue right Mm -hmm. number four they're going to stop buying things number four lack of adequate security so an average cruise ship is about a thousand feet long, roughly the length of three football fields and has many levels, you know, and it's really difficult to keep monitored. There's usually, you know, maybe around 6,000 people sometimes if the cruise is fully booked. There's casinos, there's, you know, pool areas, bar areas, stores. entertainment areas, star stores. So it's very difficult to monitor and negligent security may overlook things like people falling off balconies. It is surprisingly easy to lean over a balcony. <laughs> and that happens actually surprisingly common according to Cruise Law News. Hmm. People just fall off. I want to know what's surprisingly balconies. common. Yeah, is. I need staff. That's surprisingly that. big. <laughs> I think I want to know like one in three people, people that lean over fall. <laughs> and then people fall overboard. I mean, we just walked over those scary stairs today and neither and none of us fell. We're once. being very careful. We're ninja like. Yeah, if people are at the bars like drinking all day. Right. Drinking. Out on your balcony and some of our or people could Elder be folks. pushed, or people could uh-huh. jump off intentionally. Yeah. So crime, accidents, and people falling overboard are all security-related issues on cruise ships. Yeah, falling off the ship. I know, I know, I know. I just... Nope, you're good. But the number one reported crime is sexual assault. Very few crimes are reported to the FBI, and fewer of these are yeah. resolved. People can't keep it in their pants. Mm-mm. Um, I know some other hands to themselves. That's more of the the basics. So number five, cruise ship fires. Thankfully, this doesn't happen that often. There was only all the water. There were only seventy two fires reported on cruise ships between nineteen ninety and twenty eleven. Um, and generally, these happen in connection with other incidents, such as crashes or grounding, running aground, mm-hmm. crashing into like something. Something. They do the whole safety thing in the beginning. That you have to stand there on the side as they go through. Like, here's how you, you know, the tube lifesaver mm-hmm. thing. Obviously, I remembered it. You know what to do if you're cooking, and all of a sudden your pan just like baking soda next fire. to our stove. Okay, maybe. Throw, I'd throw a towel over it. Take the lid. 
just like suffocate it with the lid of your pan. Or the towel too, yeah. Maybe. Or the baking towel. soda. Yeah, that would work. Okay. But that takes some I just have it there. Lemon drink and, and never You know what I usually do though? Dry. Here's what I actually do. You're like going oh, you mean it's not working. What I actually do, like when my toaster's on fire or something. What did you catch on fire recently? That's what I wanna um I forgot what we were I was cooking. I think it might have been fish or something, but we had the we had the pan up really hot, like super hot. And the smoking point, like I was actually like checking the temperature, but I think our pan was kind of old and it wasn't reading it correctly. Mm -hmm. So when I put the oil in, it just like burst it into flames. Woo! And I had like the pot holder. I'm like, oh my Scary. god! So put the lid on it, and it went out. Brothers, so fires need air. FireRescue1.com says one: keep the door closed. Turn oh. off the appliance and plug it if you can. Let the fire burn out in the enclosed space. Um, don't peek. So actually, they want you to leave the room um, because it'll eat up all the oxygen in the closed room. Okay. Mm. Um, Stovetop Fire says that when you're selecting realistic. your potter pan, you'll be able to use a cooktop stop toast. So you can, or, <laughs> this is alcohol now. Uh, using to cook on your stovetop, pull out the lid or a cookie sheet to completely cover the pot or... Um, but that's that's just for stovetop fire. It says oil or yeah. grease fires you want to. Now you could do that too. Turn off the heat source. Uh, baking soda is listed. Um, nice. Last resort, dry chemical fire extinguisher. I have an extinguisher too. What I typically do though is I grab it and um, run out the back door with it and throw it into the backyard. That works well too. I was thinking about that and then I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to like burn i just knew if i like oh yeah i'm not saying my mode is no. what's recommended that was the first thing that went through my no mind. that's just my panic brain i don't like, need to run and douse the fire with baking soda salt or a fire extinguisher never oh. water yeah well there okay. you go yeah you gotta smother it tips here on deeply disturbing things right Change if you can't lives. find a lid big enough close the door that is a lid you just destroy one room no, thank you. I'm never going to do that method. I'm never going to just walk out of the kitchen. First of all, my kitchen doesn't have a door, um, but I would never do that. If it's big. Well, it would never get big. What do you Because I'm there. there. Do you guys have fire extinguishers? Oh, yeah. I have a fire extinguisher cook. right in my kitchen. Yeah. Your children don't cook. They do, but I have a fire extinguisher hmm. right there by the kitchen for that reason. Mm -hmm. Mine's under the sink. You got to do pass. Yeah. Yeah. Pull in. It didn't go through the pass procedure. I did not sweep say. something. I don't know what the other S's. Um, cruise cruise ships, as I mentioned, are a hotbed of sickness and disease. It's like hotbed. A hotbed. A hot mess. It can. You have large numbers of people crammed into relatively small spaces. They're all exposed <gasps> to germs. Uh, you know. Willy Wonka, the hotbed of old people. Mm -hmm. so i mean i have never i every time i see one of these like news stories of a horrible thing an outbreak on a cruise ship or whatever i'm like yeah i'm or during even more reason than yeah, I've all i would hear during covid was they all were this. just like you know they're out there for months they wouldn't let them come back no they're like you <laughs> stay <laughs> offshore no thank you die on a boat no one's they gonna know cannibalism, but they never reported it so the CDC yeah. 
says almost one in 10 passengers got a gastrointestinal illness between 20, 2008 and 2014. So that's well over 120,000 people. And that's underreported, remember? That's um, when they go to ports and drink water off maybe in different areas. It could be anything. Just it's just like anything gets introduced and it's going to spread like wildfire because it's, you're all in it's a freaking floating Petri dish. I was scared to eat for years. I was <sighs> scared of every meal I ate for years. <laughs> It's so horrible. Okay. It doesn't, it usually goes through and stops, but like it can destroy your gut enough that it creates long lasting damage. Yeah. Food poisoning also happens. Kombucha's probiotics. Trust me, she pushed kombucha on me for a long time during that period. Mm -hmm. Um, the, The one thing that worked was. Spanish food and there's no preservatives or anything mm. that were so it's all like local food and I think being there for yeah two weeks that's that what did you. it that's cool so ships are also notorious for bed bugs which while they don't transmit dust these can oh, make you wow. real itchy with their I lights I've had an experience with bed bugs and they can be very expensive to get out of your house and yeah. horrifying I found out once that I had bed bugs and it was like they were actually I will never have a cloth headboard ever again because they were like you know behind mm-hmm. the buttons and then behind the fabric behind the sorry yeah itching girls <laughs> um I had no idea because they don't like they don't like come out in droves they they'll they will bite mm-hmm. you in that and then well, they last for a while and then they like, back microscopic right until they eat and then they're like the size of a fucking tick. <gasps> That's why I eventually mm-hmm. saw one for the first time. I'm like, what the? Because they got engorged. And so I thought it was the first time. And then I peeled back and there was a horde behind there. It was horrifying. Macy, no. Horrifying. <laughs> no, Macy, no. Horrifying. And then I found out by viewing yeah. the various sizes that, that generationally, like for them to get that size and to have these ones and these ones, probably a year so at least. Long. That these things have just been coming down on occasion and eating me and then going back. Did you have like itchy little bites? I mean, I probably chalked it up to like I shaved, nicked my leg shaving. Like it was not like I had a ton of bites ever. Like that's not even what made me wonder. (laughs) It was horrifying. You have no idea. I literally got told to close the blinds because I looked like I was on, like I started, I was freaking out. I was ripping buttons off the thing. I'm like, no, they're better everywhere. Yeah, it was horrifying. Burn your whole house. Oh yeah, the whole bed, everything. (laughs) That could be a whole other topic, bed bugs. That's it. That's that's all I want to talk about. It. That's That's a really good topic because that's terrifying. They can go dormant for five years and not like eat anything or be frozen. The good news is they don't transmit disease. That's true. I, that it, I was like they're actually sound much worse than they. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stigma around bed bugs. So I just want to put that out there that they do not transmit well, disease. And that's why I want to normalize that I've had them, not on my person, but maybe at some point on my body while I was sleeping. I mean, if they're right by your headboard, chances are endlessly. They're probably coming out at night for a little, a little snack. Yeah, a little snack. So they, yeah. when you turn the light on, they legit freeze. And when you turn the light off, they oh, like run high, hundred percent. So it's like you don't see them at all when the lights on. And it was just out of the corner of my eye. One time I saw it. It was because my cat. I saw like did that, and I went. Cats see everything. I was like, what the f was that? And then I 
turned my phone really fast and I caught one that was like fro like frozen. I'm like, I thought it was a tick, but apparently it just had eaten me. Ticks are awful too. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think I've ever even seen a like a tick in real ago, life. My dog had one and it was like this fat thing. Ugh. Yeah. And I didn't even know what it was and I looked it up and apparently um so Nick like grabbed it and like popped it and you're not supposed to do that because it can like spread airborne oh, and popped it like a pimple it just burst because they just suck blood out yeah that's ironic and they're tiny but then when they like engorge then they like eat off of like your animals or whatever and then they fill up with blood they're so gross Okay. Sorry, what? I <laughs> wanted to um, highlight one incident. Okay. So, among this long list of bad things about cruises, mm-hmm. you can get stuck at sea. Mm-hmm. Macy, stop texting. Sorry. We've gone longer than I was expecting today because we did our outing, so I was just giving a heavy love trip. Yeah. So I want to share about the poop cruise of 2013. So we're finally getting I'm here. I'm here. Phone's down. Let's do this. Go ahead. The Carnival Cruise <laughs> ship named the Triumph. There's many bad things about Carnival Cruises. I don't know. Was uh, known as the Fun Ship. It, the Fun Ship. The Fun Ship. Uh, 13 decks, four swimming pools, a massive casino floor. This experience was described by survivors as Lord of the Flies, Hunger Games. One person said it was like a hot porta potty. When the ship tilted, it would spill. No. So let's get get into it. <laughs> I should I walk out? Like, am I gonna like, be super triggered? Do I need to leave? I mean, I triggered by poop. Yeah. Okay, well, you can leave. You can exit. Is this because of coronavirus? Because, yeah, you're not coronavirus. coronavirus. Whatever. So at 5.16 a.m. on February 10th, 2013, the passengers were sleeping. They'd spent a day in Cozumel, probably not a whole day, probably eight hours. A fire alarm had been activated in one of the engine rooms. A pump had ruptured, filling the room with flammable oil. So at 5.28 a.m., this message kept going out repeated repeated on the pa system it said attention alpha team alpha team attention alpha team alpha team that's terrifying can you imagine being woken like, by that alpha team, like you know they're like a legit like elite like if you're an alpha like no and then those people are rolling out of bed saying they don't pay me if enough for this 50 cents more than the chef really well it's actually code for a fire so I don't know why they don't want to tell people that the ship's on fire. I think that's Panic. concerning. Like, yeah, why is that a secret? Panic. People might jump overboard. I heard I was in a Walmart recently, and they did a code over the top, and it reminded me of a place that I've worked in the past that had um, a code. Um, Doctor Bell was code for something. <laughs> And I know this. And, and, but and I was in the Walmart, and you they did, they did a Mr. Walmart <laughs> uh, calling Mr. Walmart, and I'm like, but what was it? I know he's going down. Yeah, I was like, I didn't know he'd be here today. Well, it was Mr. Walmart to the liquor section, and I was like, they don't sell liquor someone, at Walmart, yeah, do they? Yeah. Okay, yeah, someone was breaking the someone liquor cabinet. Breaking. Mr. Someone Walmart to the liquor 
Someone stealing alcohol. It was code for something. <laughs> yeah, it's hundred percent. Somebody was probably breaking in. Yeah, or or someone was drunk like at the counter or something. Mr. Walmart. <laughs> like that's so the staff was drinking on the job. You can't get anything by us. <laughs> so guests on the first and second decks opened their doors and found smoke. Certain areas of the ship were evacuated, but there were no shipwide directions given. So this meant that <laughs> guests were just wondering. WTF going on. So they're putting on their life vests. You know, everybody's thinking Titanic, right? Oh, 100%. Totally. So I thought the whole time I was on the boat, I was like, what am I going to do when this bitch goes down? So yeah. they put on their life vests. They're rushing to like the evacuation lifeboat areas. They're like, I'm going to be first. I know how this goes down. Yeah. I'm going to be right in line I for that lifeboat. Like, who's going to die in my honor? <laughs> And when they got out there, they could see black smoke, like, visibly billowing from the smokestack. No, I feel like And no news is not good. Exactly. (laughs) Obviously, the captain's dead. (laughs) Directions. So then it's announced um, that the situation is isolated to the engine room. It's everything's under control. Everyone is a calm. Lies. The... (laughs) the f down go back to your cabins and remain calm like who's gonna do that don't tell me to be calm we we learned that right at this lifeboat 101 counseling don't tell someone to calm down right like right right humans they're like you don't need to be gathered at the evacuation stations which are apparently called muster stations yeah we are a little lingo um so people Kept their life jackets on. I mean, I can relate. I'd be like, I this is me now. This is my identity. I just wear a life jacket. <laughs> Get used to it. Yes. I paid the $25 for this life jacket. Yeah, I paid the extra. I have my goggles on. <laughs> exactly. I belong here. <laughs> so immediately after that announcement, the lights flickered and went out. Great. The ship had lost all power. So, though the fire was put out by 6.08 a.m., there were now other problems. The power had disabled the ship's propulsion system, so it's not going anywhere. Stuck there. Mill the ocean. What was that new Netflix movie about the ship that goes through, like, the Bermuda Triangle thing? No. It's been out for a while, but I started watching it. It's super trippy. I didn't finish it, but it is trippy. Oh, like a documentary? It's like 5.04. No, it's like, it's like an no, 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 no. It's about a ship in the middle. And it, it's like a weird, it goes through like this time warp thing. You need to watch it. Well, if you find out the name of it. I'm actually surprised you haven't heard of it. I will watch it because it sounds right up my alley. I Have you watched so. the airplane one? Uh, like Asian oh, The one that was yeah off the real yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. I haven't watched that. No, but I. That's interesting. I think you did that as your topic. I never did that one. So two tugboats were sent to the ship to pull it to a port. This big ass ship. So three thousand one hundred forty-three passengers. Ships out to like pull it. Well, tugboats, I said. Okay. You know how those are little. Eighteen ninety-nine is what it's called. Oh, I'm gonna check it out. Uh, And one thousand one hundred staff were stranded in the Gulf of Mexico. I was actually um, surprised that they have a one to three staff to passenger ratio. That's a pretty good ratio. It's a good ratio. That's actually it's really good. It's thing more thing. than working at a dish camp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so day one. You have to be supervised more on a ship. Nine o'clock a.m. Power is still down. The ship is not moving. They're stuck. Um, ACs are not working. It's hot. 
running water is not working Uh-oh. elevators are not working so people with mobility issues think about that you're stuck Branded. that would freak me out uh-huh. stoves and microwaves are not working so they can't cook hot meals and worst of all the septic system had failed meaning the toilets were not flushing all right <laughs> So this is what I really wanted to play for you on um, the YouTube. (laughs) So this announcement went out (laughs) over the loudspeaker at this point. And just God God bless the staff member that had to make this announcement. Please do it in the right bag. Back that up a few seconds. And then there's poop all over the stairs. Okay. We delivered a message that left passengers horrified. We're going to deliver some red bags. Do you come to the bathrooms if you can? You need to do a number two. You need to Please do it in the red bag and drop it off in the bins, in the corridors. And if you need to do a number one, that's a wee. Please do it in the shower. Thank you, folks. I'll be back with any more updated in the shower, poop in the red bag. Yes. For us to pick up. So if you didn't catch that, Right. That's a pretty good plan, though, if you're like, trying to get rid of the contaminants. You know, okay. and, yeah. I mean, it's a good plan. I wouldn't want to hear it. I wouldn't want to hear it. Have you ever pooped in a bag? No, but okay. I mean, maybe at least that's better than I have. going out. I did when I had to do my um, colon thing. Right. Uh, it, and it was sample. weird. It was weird. Like if you have to give a sample. Yeah, it was real bag. weird. I just. Don't want to spend that much time looking at my poop. Like there was that. a bag in the bucket when I had to do my thing. Oh, they yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. So the announcement <laughs> said we are going to deliver some red bags to your cabin. No so these are after that. like it's biohazard so, bags. So much better than that. People just going into the hallway. Or we'll like, just wait. Or like yeah. going off the edge of the. Can we just can wait? We, can we just wait? Can we shove the optimism? Yeah. <laughs> so it says we're going to deliver some red bags to your cabin uh to the bathrooms if you can if you need to do a number two a poop please do it in the red bag and drop it off in the bins and the corridors and if you do need to do a number one that's a we please do it in the shower so that was the announcement we're still draining can you imagine yeah, if you're working on a cruise ship and your boss is like hey can you tell people about this situation? well it's probably after that poor person's like i have to go pee where do i go and they're like i guess we should probably tell everybody go pee in the shower that's the moment where i'd be like i think i'm gonna change careers <laughs> So toilets already in the cabins and the public areas at this point were already clogged because power had been out for many, many, many hours. So they're already filled with poop. Toilets are already overflowing. And so now hallways became piled up with people putting their infamous red poop bags out. Put it in the bins. Yeah, but they're like little bins. I saw photos in the hallways, like little bins overflowing with red poop bags in all the hallways. So like you put your you know, you well, get no room service and they put it outside your door. No one's like, I can't get paid to pick those up. Not one person is raising their hand for that. No, they the hallways are just overflowing with idea. red poop bags. My idea. What's your idea? Let's go through, collect them, put them in a lifeboat, and send it out to sea until somebody can go like clean it up later. That'd be a good idea. Thank you. Nobody did that though. It's so hallways were just 
overflowing with these red paper I have a bags. Better idea. We take okay. that lifeboat. So we get on it, the three of us, and we say, "GTF oh. out of there." Yeah, and leave the poop on. <laughs> yeah, and end the end everybody else. Okay. If they can't figure out how to lower the boat by now. I mean, at this point, I, I mean, would not be eating anything. No, at this point, at this point, I would be on a starvation diet. I'm like, I, there's no way I'm pooping. If other people haven't figured that out by then, that is on them. If they chose to stay to in that, find a butcher knife, bunch of followers, bunch of sheep, lower the lifeboat. <laughs> no. Exit strategy. I'm all about exit yeah, strategy. Go ahead and try to sue me for exiting the boat at this point. I don't care. I'm, I'm yeah. dying. Yeah. Out of here. Um, so, uh, a guinea pig at that point, and you didn't clean my cage for months. Oh, it's abusive. Yeah. They're being abusive to me. If I choose to escape the abusive relationship, I'm allowed. The Triumph stabilizers were also affected by I the fire. That's true, anybody. Sorry, legally. <laughs> Do you know what that means? Say it again. The Triumph stabilizers were also affected by the fire. The stabilizers. The ship stabilizers. Oh, like their equalizer? So that meant the whole ship started to list heavily to the side. This meant toilets spilled out into the halls, onto the floors, soaked through the walls, soaked the floors, soaked the carpets. Imagine your cabin just completely filled with shit water. I feel sad for these people. I, awful. I feel not too sad. Um, guests escape their cabins now. Imagine all these people like I'm on a vacation, so happy, and like kids, and then it's just like a literal shit show. Yeah. So they decided because the cabins are now in not inhabitable. So everybody started because this uh carpets were soggy. They showed people like pressing on the carpets <laughs> and like <laughs> poop water would just. Like break, coming like up, and they said the smell today. was terrible. Imagine it's also hot, no AC. Can could you imagine have, the smell? Could yeah. have also designated like one part of the ship to like certain room. Like, okay, we're gonna buddy up some people so we can have some empty rooms. I'm probably sure they had empty rooms, anyways. Have that be where the disposal of the red bags were. Nobody thought that for a head. It to be a better plan. Like or like designated, we're gonna just all shit in these toilets. Like everybody carry your red bags to this designated area. Yeah. Not just in the hole. The poop deck. Well, and I mean I get the <laughs> I get the sloshing out part, but like they probably didn't expect that the boats what they probably didn't know that was gonna happen. Where is the poop deck? Wait a minute. Isn't this the captain's job? Didn't he not take a class? Or she, or they or they uh, did the captain of what is any notoriety? <laughs> what is the poop? The front of the deck? I the front know. of the boat? Any part of the deck? So guests started to escape their cabins, which I understandable. So they're dragging their uh, their mattresses out onto the outside decks, and they used rope, sheets, and blankets to create a tent city on the tanning deck. So helicopters from the news stations were flying out and like sending images to the news channels of everybody Is that out. How orcs went down below. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. So it's very like survivor at this point. Like we're just gonna do what we can to get by. So here's you know the sh- the ship staff they're trying their best. So Got they decided. It to deal with the passengers' frustrations by giving everyone unlimited free drinks. <laughs> so I'm drunk. Yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, if not you're against okay, that. people get kind of rowdy. You want to know what the poop deck is? Yes. 
What's the poop deck? The poop deck is basically used by the vessel's commanding superiors to observe the work and navigational proceedings. Technically, oh. it is the deck that forms the roof of a cabin built in the aft part of the superstructure of the ship. So they could have so, put the poops there. As the name suggests, the main deck is the primary deck. Hmm. The thing is, is so heat rises, smell goes up. Like down below is actually yeah, probably not the best. Yeah, let's put it way up top. Why not? I mean, I would kind of like the send it out to sea idea. I get that there's like contaminants, but no, we're putting it in a boat. We're gonna go back and get it later. Yeah, we're just putting it away. Need the smell to go. Yeah, like so maybe attach it by a no long rope. Of the humans at this point, what's going to make me think that they're going to go back to pick up my shit? Well, right after two people were evacuated by the Coast Guard because they were having an medical no. emergency. Wait, they two people they got off. It's only two. Why was not this whole time a person a minute? They can get <laughs> two off because get... they were having medical emergencies. I know, but weren't yeah. they all at this point? No, they were just uncomfortable. So just <laughs> yeah, I mean we lived a we live a privileged life. Though many passengers praised the crew for doing all they could to help them be comfortable, it was the red bags that were simply too much to handle. There was also because they couldn't cook food, so there was dwindling food supplies. That meant passengers had to line up for hours to receive their cold onion and cucumber sandwiches. At were least they, they had food. Were they waiting for another cruise ship to come or something to pick up all the people? Like, what are they waiting No, for? they're tugboating, remember? Back to oh, the U.S., which takes okay. a long time. Hmm. So three other carnival ships did try to sail up to the Triumph and drop off pr- provisions. Um, so it did help, but it was, it was just tough. transfer the people from one ship to the other? They don't want all those poop, stinky people. That's probably why they're worried about contamination. Ship. Yeah. So the tugs did the best they could to pull the massive ship, and only well, probably like weight and occupancy limits and all that stuff. Yeah, and like they have enough food for their people. I mean, there's so many cruise ships out there. We've all, like we've all seen Titanic. We've all seen Titanic at the yeah, end. One. At the end, when they're like, you know, we risk them flipping us over. No, Disney had. A yeah, who? How do you decide? Who goes on that cruise ship if if those cruise ships are already full and your cruise ship is full? Get you can't bring everybody. Women and ship. children first. There's got to be an extra cruise ship hanging around somewhere that they could have sent out, like and an empty one. Yeah, you mean the clean one, Sarah? You want them to send a clean one? Yeah, these people <laughs> are covered with feces. They're, they're gonna have to clean it again, Sarah. That's why we need two ships instead of one ship. Yeah. If they just sink this one, one then done. Okay. Then the people go home and clean themselves in their private showers and pee in their private showers. Four days. Pick up a habit and start peeing in the other carnival. You know, like like animals. Like animals learning bad habits. Four days after the fire. This is much stronger than the ship was brought into Mobile, Alabama. It was the largest ship that had ever docked there, and it took six hours to maneuver it in. It was called Mobile, Alabama? Yeah. At last, the guests and staff were able to set foot on land. There's footage of them getting off there and doing, like, what I did when we got into the U.S. from Canada, just, like, kissing the ground. Yep. The ship has since been cleaned and renamed the Sunrise. (laughs) Remind me never to go on that. 
There were many lawsuits, mm-hmm. many, many. Some were wanting $5,000 a day for the rest of their lives. But as Cruise Law, uh, yeah, uh, as Cruise Law News predicted, the lawsuits eventually pooped out. Uh, well, I mean, it's kind of like who has more money. I, they basically just keep it open until they run out of money. And if you can't prove that you're actually injured, you know, came up something though. I mean, they fed them. No, I guarantee they, you, those packets of disclosures include pooping on yourself and others. Like it's in there. Like poop, fecal matter may end up on you. Your fecal matter right, or somebody else's. System. You're like all these things. I guarantee. I'd love to read one of those things now. That would be yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. to learn <laughs> to, to read anyway. the fine print now that i've like i've the like waiver. rented a building like reading those lease agreements i'm like you sneaky mfers i see you in here like uh-huh. covering your butt uh-huh. uh, covering your butt unintentional <laughs> all right if you, if you listen to our last episode uh we talked about how the original draft of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was very different. It was. Mm-hmm. And I talked about. Oh my gosh. I don't remember. Charlie, like, just. I was going for it in meal, but that was the one before. Envy. No, uh, Envy. 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 Yeah. You talked about one of the seven deadly sins, Envy. Yes. Envy. Um, about the very biological urge of envy check out our patreon it's a great way to support us financially and you get access to lots of exclusives we almost died today twice i almost died today twice everyone almost died today once <laughs> other than me well maybe twice up and down so i almost died three times mm-hmm. yeah but you didn't i did it. none of us died or i'm dead and i'm just a ghost here now <laughs> who knows who knows maybe. until next time Always carry a red bag with you, just in case. Mm. I don't know. Don't go on a cruise ship. <laughs> it, until next time, if something's wrong, make sure you tell someone what's wrong before you run away. <laughs> She's holding a grudge against me for life. Yes. Oh, that could be another good topic, grudges. Mm-hmm. Is that a movie? The Grudge? The, yeah, oh, it's a scary movie. Wrong. Make sure you tell someone what's wrong before you run away. <laughs> She's holding a grudge against me for life. Yes. Oh, that could be another good topic, grudges. Mm-hmm. Is that a movie? The Grudge? The, yeah, oh, it's a scary movie. Wrong.